welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, never missing one single show, and checking out all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10. I thank you very much, everybody that's doing that subscribing, leaving a review on iTunes. Please continue to do that. I would love you for it even more. I don't know if I possibly could. You're listening to the show. You're a friend of mine already, but uh, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Let's cut through the crap. This is part two of the originals that were outshined by the cover versions. So let's just get into it, man. Starting off fast. First song here. How many of you actually thought this was not a cover? song called I Love Rock and Roll. When I say that, who do you think of? Yes, of course you think of Joan Jett. I think of Joan Jett. Everybody does. Maybe Britney Spears doesn't. She thinks of Pat Benatar, apparently. But all that being said, hey, hey you, I, you gotta love quotes that always come back to bite you in the butt. But uh, I love that kind of stuff. But back to the topic at hand. I Love Rock and Roll is a song from 1975, originally done by a band called The Arrows. And... They actually recorded the song twice, and for my research here, I believe what I'm going to play you is version one. There are two different versions, and they sound very different, too. It's the same basic song, but the arrangements are completely different. Uh, But I hope you like this version. This is the only one I could find. Let's just go with that. Uh, So here is version one of The Arrows. I love rock and roll. There you go. About 17 
And she be moving on and singing that same old song. Yeah, with me, she be singing, I love rock and roll. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll. So come on, take your time and dance with me. Yeah, if you if you go and actually YouTube the Arrows version of I Love Rock and Roll, like the original promo video of it, uh, it's weird. They're like a trio, and they all look like Donny Osmond. It's so weird. But uh, that being said, that was the Arrows with the original version of I Love Rock and Roll, of course, later made massively famous by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts in the early 80s, which, uh, you know, maybe someday I'll play the original Joan Jett version of I Love Rock and Roll uh, that you're not familiar with as much so. The original version is actually Joan Jett backed up by the Sex Pistols. So there you go. Find a reason to play that at some point. Uh, and also that, that song was produced by Mickey Most, uh, who is a legend of European power pop. So uh, check him out. I think he did some stuff with Donovan also. That guy's great. I love everything he's produced so far, as far as what I've heard. So continuing on the show here today, we're going to kind of do kind of a half R&B and soul show and then uh, hit you with uh, the rock and the hard rock at the very end. So stick with me here. Let's go to school first, though. And depending on how much of a music geek you are or maybe how much of a video game geek you are, uh, you may already know that the song Tainted Love was not originally recorded by Soft Cell in 1981. It was, in fact, originally recorded back in 1965 by a lady named Gloria Jones. Uh, Gloria, who's also very well known as Mark Boland's lady, longtime girlfriend, and was with him till the end. I would say this is the song she is the most well known for, for sure. Uh, and she actually wound up re-recording it back in the 70s as well. Uh, but this song, it, it's been covered quite a few times that I'm aware of. Like I said, the soft cell version, which is the most famous uh, Manson did it uh, back in the early 2000s, and, uh, you know, I know it's been sampled by hacks. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I think a lot of people, like myself, first heard the original version here, actually, on uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> so, there you go. This is Gloria Jones with the original version of Tainted Love.
All right, there you go. That was Gloria Jones from 1965 with the original performance of Tainted Love. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, like I said, let me know. Joey at cnjradio.com. All right, and uh, this next song here, I if I had to guess out of all the songs I'm playing on uh, the two-parter here of the originals being outshadowed by the covers, I think this one might get the most. Wow, that was a cover? Because I sure did that when I first heard this uh, about six, seven years ago. And I'm just going to say it right off the bat. I implore you, if you do not have this, I implore you to go get this. Go get the two-CD collection, the 50th anniversary of Stax Records. If you don't have this in your life, you need to get it. If you have another Stax Records box, I'll let it slide. But you have to go get this collection. It is some of the best American music ever recorded, period. Stack Records owns your ass. That being said, back in uh, 1968, I want to say, this song came out by a gentleman named William Bell on the Stax Records label. And this song was later covered very famously in 1986. So much so, it's such a good song. When the guy covered it, he's like, you know what? This is going to be my lead single off of my new record. So back in 1986... A guy I played a couple of episodes ago, the great Billy Idol, recorded a song called To Be a Lover. So he changed the title, kept pretty much the same lyrics for the most part, but he made it his own. I love Billy's version, don't get me wrong, but here you go. Quite a different arrangement entirely from the original. Here you go. This is William Bell with I Forgot to Be Your Lover. That I love you Well if I didn't darling I'm sorry Did I reach out and hold you In my loving arms Oh when you needed me Now I realize that you need love too And I'll spend my life making up to you I forgot to be your lover And I'm sorry, I'm so sorry Have I taken the time to share with you All the burdens that lovers bear And have I done the little simple things to show Just how much I care Oh, I've been working for you Doing all I can But work all the time Didn't make me a man Oh, I forgot to be your lover And I'm sorry I'll make it up to you Somehow, baby
there you go. That was William Bell from 1968 with uh, his amazing track, I Forgot to Be Your Lover, later covered by Billy Idol as To Be a Lover. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you just had a great wow moment there. I hope I did that for you. That's why I do this show. I hope you're with me on the soul music here because I love it. And like I said, uh, last four songs are going to rock hard, so don't worry about it. Don't be scared, though. This is uh, This is where it comes from. Next song here, just a great song, no matter who's doing it, but yeah, and you probably don't know this about me, but this is one of my favorite songs ever. I mean, it's just a great song, and I I love the cover version of this that most people know, Uh, but this original version is really great, too, and it's one of those songs that I love it, but I have no idea really what it means, and it's the song Strawberry Letter 23. Why it says 22 instead of 23 in the actual song, I don't. I don't know, but uh, maybe I'm hearing it wrong, but I swear they says 22 and not 23. I'm going to listen to it again this time. Really pay attention. Usually I just zone out and just kind of nod my head, you know, like you do in the car where you pretend you're cooler than you really are. But yeah, the original version uh, was written and performed by Shuggy Otis, uh, kind of a cult soul funk musician, uh, but he's great. You should definitely check out his stuff. Of course, the Brothers Johnson version that was recorded in 1977 is amazing. Uh, whether you heard it first when it was out or whether you discovered it through Jackie Brown, the soundtrack for that, can't really go wrong. So here you go. This is the original version of Strawberry Letter 23 by Shuggy Otis.
Alright, I'm feeling good right now. How about you out there? That was Strawberry Letter 23 by Shuggy Otis. Maybe my absolute fantasy dream right now is to actually be the new incarnation of Venus Flytrap. I don't know, but uh, I'm having fun playing these songs. Let's check that out. That was uh, that was by Shuggy Otis. You can get that song on the album Freedom Flight from 1971 by Shuggy Otis. Uh, great, of course. Like I said, the Brothers Johnson version is is amazing too. I, I really don't know which one I like better. They're they're both amazing. So uh, that's a tie for me. I don't want to sway the vote that I'm going to ask for later, but uh, you you decide. Here's a uh, another soul classic by an iconic singer that you know I I actually really believe that the cover probably has outshadowed it at this point because uh, I think the cover version was such a big hit that maybe some people may not realize that uh, back. In the day, Mr. Otis Redding did the original version of Hard to Handle, which was, of course, also covered very famously by the Black Crows. I'm sure most of you have heard this by now, but just in case, for the ones that haven't, I wanted to include it here on this show. So here you go. This is the the late, great Otis Redding with Hard to Handle. Scene. I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got some in store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Boys and things will come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugs, no loving. Dirty little thing, let me light your count, cause mama, I'm so hard to hell and I yes around. I'm a man with a great experience I know you got you another man But I can love you better than him Take my hand, don't be afraid I want to prove every word I say I'm advertising love for free So won't you raise your hand with me Boys will call my dime by the loving But that ain't nothing but ten cent love Pretty little thing, let me light the count Cause mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around I'm a man on the scene I can give you what you want Just come go home with me I got some good old loving And I got the better in store Then I get through throwing it on you You got to come back for more Boys will call my dime by my loving But that ain't nothing but drugstore love Pretty little thing, let me light the count Called mama, I'm so hard to hell and I Yes, I am That was the late, great Otis Redding, the icon, the the great soul singers ever of all time, or just singers, period. That was hard to handle from 1968. Uh, Sadly, Otis never actually saw the release of that. It came out the year after he died. How weird is that? Uh, That song's been covered to death, like I said, most famously by the Black Crows, the ones I can think of off the top of my head that I've heard. 
Uh, I know Tom Jones did it, and I know Toots and the Maytels did it, but those are the ones that I can think of besides that. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that. Maybe If you've never heard it before, let me know. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Like I said, once again, joey at cnjradio.com. Uh, here's another song that was covered in the 90s by a hard rock band uh, that you know outshadowed the original, especially in the States, by a mile. Now, maybe in Australia it's a different story. I'll grant you. I'm not from there. I wasn't around then. Uh, in a band I recently got massively into, I will always credit Michael Butler for doing that as well. Uh, a band called The Angels, or Angel City, or The Angels from Angel City. Uh, they had a song back on their, the American release of their album Face to Face. The American version, I think, came out in 1980. And it had a different track listing, and this song was different from the Australian version. It's actually not on the album version in Australia because I think it was a single. Uh, but a song called Can't Shake It, or I Can't Shake It, and back in the mid-90s, uh, Great White covered it. So basically, just by them covering it and putting it on their record, it outshadowed the original in the States because, I mean, almost any band could have covered it and it would have gotten more attention than the Angels. I don't know why. It's ridiculous that we did not make them superstars over here. I don't know. You know, it's just a, a sign of bad taste and, I guess, no payola, right? Uh, but anyway, here is the original version of I Can't Shake It by the Angels. Check it out. Starting off the massive hard rock block here. Turn it up and let's just go.
There you go. That was The Angels with a Can't Shake It. Uh, if you get the American version of Face to Face, you can find it on that. It's a great record. I recommend it. It was a single out in Australia, but you just need to get anything by The Angels, or you might find them under the name Angel City or The Angels from Angel City. That's for the American people. And uh, like I said, I said mid-90s. I meant to say early 90s. Great White did, in fact, cover that song in 1991 off of the album Hooked. So if you like that song, go check out their version of, as well. It's really good. I, I remember actually when I saw them, I think it was like 1999 when they opened up for Reunited Poison, they actually uh, played that song in the set, and that was definitely a highlight for me. So good stuff. Even before I knew it was an Angel song, I loved the song. Much like this next song, also originally done by an Australian hard rock band and got massively outshadowed by the cover version. I'm going to play something by Rose Tattoo. Can't believe it's been like 83, 84 episodes and I'm just now playing Rose Tattoo. I've realized, yes, hang my head in shame. Uh, but you also need to know Rose Tattoo. If you're a big Airborne fan as well, people say that they copped from ACDC. That's also 50-50 credit to Rose Tattoo. It's a great band. If you love balls out, four on the floor, working class rock and roll, then Rose Tattoo needs to be one of your favorite bands, just like the Angels. So here goes some pub rock for you. And uh, let's see if you know this song. I'm just going to play the original, and I'll tell you who covered it later. So here you go. I want to hear it right now. This is Rose Tattoo with Nice Boys.
show you how amazing and awesome that band was and is. That song is all the way back from 1978. The reason it sounds badass also is because it was done by the Albert Productions team, who also handled ACDC and the Angels. That was Rose Tattoo with Nice Boys. That song, of course, was later made super famous just by the association of Guns N' Roses, who covered it on the air quote live tracks from Guns N' Roses Lies. Yes, <laughs> it really were. It was truth in the title. It's right there. But I, I, I love Guns' version, but uh, to me it pales in comparison to the Rose Tattoo version. Uh, possibly Axel Slash and the boys would agree with me on that. Who knows? But, you know, I still love the cover version, but but that thing just kills. You can find that on a couple of different things. Uh, you can get it off the self-titled debut album by Rose Tattoo from 1978. Uh, the first place I ever got it on was on the Rhino Records Heavy Metal Box Set. And there's my second Rhino plug in this two-parter. But that's a great, you'll find a lot of great stuff on that box set as well. And that's where I first got that song. So both great purchases. Like I said, get some Rose Tattoo in your life. Uh, here's another guy you need to get into your life. Uh, a guy that just never got super famous. And before he ever really had a chance to, I, I think he was just about to get there. And uh, sadly, he was an idiot when it came to substance abuse. I'm talking about Tommy Bolin. You know, it sucks that you have to bring up how much of an idiot uh, people like that are when you're when you're talking about him. But, you know, I truly, it was just a wasted talent. Tommy Bolden was an amazing talent. He uh, played briefly with Deep Purple, uh, the James Gang, and then he started putting out his own solo records. And before he really, I think before he really, really, really had a chance to take off, he was gone. Uh, and the first time I ever heard this song was the cover version. I'm sure most of you that's the case. Uh, this is a song that was covered by Motley Crue later on in 1989, which was featured on the Make a Difference Foundation Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell covers collection, which has a bunch of fun performances on there. Some you will hear on past and future episodes of Rock Strikes 10. I think I've played something off there before, possibly. Anyway, maybe maybe I just lied there. But uh, I will definitely be playing some other stuff from it on future shows for sure. But until then, this is the original version of Teaser by Tommy Bolin. Check this one out.
There you go. That was the late, great Tommy Bolin with Teaser. You can find that also on the album called Teaser. Uh, it's been reissued lately with, uh, I think, like a three or four disc reissue, which that is in the top five of my wish list right now is that new Teaser reissue. But I got that from the original audio. I hope you enjoyed that song. Like I said, Motley Crue covered it uh, later on on the Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell record. They also put it on the Decade of Decadence collection and. Also, the B-Sides collection called Supersonic and Demonic Relics. So I have that song three, four times now in my collection. Five times if you count the Tommy Bolin box set. Uh, But love that song. It's a great song. That should have been huge on the radio. I don't understand how that wasn't a massive hit. But like I said, once again, I guess Paola wasn't happening for his label like everybody else's were. All right. We're going to close out the show really strong here, I think. The, The last two songs of the show... The, the, these are massive right here. Uh, this this song, I have a couple of different cover versions of it. Uh, one by the Melvins, which is great. But of course, the most famous cover of this is by Judas Priest. This is a song called The Green Manalishi with the Two-Prong Crown. Now really, only massive, major heavy metal fans will know this song at all. Uh, but it's a great song in the Judas Priest canon, uh, whether it's the live version or the studio version. 
uh, studio being on Hellbent for Leather and the live version being on Unleashed in the East. Great freaking song. I have no idea what it means. It's one of those songs. But the original version, you may not know this, was done by the original lineup of Fleetwood Mac, the Peter Green-fronted version, uh, a version that some people still aren't very familiar with, but they should. And I'm not going to hate on, you know, successful Fleetwood Mac era, but you got to check out this early stuff. Mick Fleetwood would tell you the same thing. This stuff was, was awesome, genius, classic, hard rock. Definitely had a massive influence on hard rock and heavy metal and, uh, you know, the, the blues influence for sure. It's all there. But this is definitely a hard rock track. You can't say that it isn't. So here you go. This is the original Fleetwood Mac with the original Green Manalishi. <laughs>
like that, it's gone. It's like a puff of smoke and just goes away. <laughs> there you go. That was Fleetwood Mac with Peter Green on lead vocals there and guitar. The Green Matalisi with the two-pronged crown. Uh, that song was actually originally put out as a single in 1970 before uh, Peter Green apparently uh, uh, apparently he had some mental issues and uh, which may or may not have been caused by drugs. And apparently that's what the song is about as well. Uh, he said the song is actually about money and the devil and, and stuff like that. But yeah, who knows? Uh, art is all subjective, isn't it? And interpretation is always open. But like I said, you can find that uh, as a single. You can you can find it on iTunes. It's on one of the. Uh, it's like a collection of original Fleetwood Mac stuff, Peter Green. So th- it's all out there. So go check it out. Check out the Judas Priest version if you've never heard it. It's great, and the Melvins version on the album, The Maggot. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. And we're gonna close out here with a big epic here. Going into the heavy metal canon, finally, right? Uh, this is a heavy metal song made famous by a heavy metal band as a cover, so it, it's all in. We're all metal here to close out the show. It's no secret that back when Metallica first started off as a band, pretty much their entire set list consisted of new wave of British heavy metal covers. Uh, something that they would uh, just take credit for being the guys that wrote the songs early on, but once they finally started writing their own material, they were like, yeah, these are covers. Uh, here's one of them, a song that was uh, put on the Kill 'Em All record. Uh, actually, on some of the releases, not all the releases, but uh, one of their mo- most famous songs with their hardcore fans. And here's the original version by Diamond Head, closing out part two here with Am I Evil? <laughs>
right there, closing out the show here tonight with Diamond Head and Am I Evil? Which, of course, was later made super famous in the States by Metallica. The Diamond Head version there that you just heard is from 1980 off the album Lightning to the Nations uh, or on uh, earlier referenced heavy metal box set that Rhino put out. Uh, Both great and both you should definitely check out. I really hope you've enjoyed this two-parter here, listening to the originals rather than their more famous covers. Uh, Let me know what you think. Like I say, get your scorecards out. Let me know if you like the original better than the cover, if you still prefer the cover. There's really no wrong answer here, so just send them on over. If you go to cnjradio.com, there's the Rock Strikes 10 page. Uh, There's a link where you can email me, joey at cnjradio.com. There's a link to the Facebook. Both are acceptable ways to talk about the show. When I post the link to this show, feel free to use put it in the comments there. Just like a, you know, cool people like Todd Cunningham, Robert Coulter, people like that do. And uh, also Tino for the email. It's joey at cnjradio.com. I look forward to hearing your score as well. Uh, people like that. Thank you very much, everybody who listens. And uh, please, just uh, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a comment. I really appreciate it. And uh, I guess that's going to do it here for tonight. i got a bunch of themes lined up here, so uh, I'm always taking requests, so feel free to send in a theme request as well. Until then, I'll see you on the next one. Have fun. <laughs>